Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We head straight to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline and bring in Michael Felder and talk some college football with him. Michael, welcome in. Merry Christmas. How are you? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? Man, fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Uh, are you uh, are you like a lot of us? And just afternoon, you just got a bowl game on, no matter what it is, and just it's kind of background, you know. I just kind of it's on, and every once in a while, I'll stop and watch a couple plays, check out the score, and go back go about uh, what I'm doing. Is that kind of what you've been doing? Yeah, it's it's just kind of it's just kind of on. We watch, you pick with it, you figure it out, and but it's not like the focal point. It's just kind of on, and that, you know you know what's crazy though. I was talking to somebody that works in, like, they're way higher up than me or higher up than you, but they're like, yeah, but the bowl games being on is like a, that helps because the ratings still count. And that's why there's even, there's that's why the bowl games exist is because people can at least just turn them on. Uh, one game today, Missouri and Army. It's an SEC team. Uh-huh. I didn't even know they were playing today. Uh, but I'll be watching tonight. It's on ESPN. <laughs> I'll check it out. Uh, and Army's a six and a half point favorite. Is that right? They're favorite over Missouri. Yeah, an SEC team. Yeah, they're they're efficient. They're an efficient team. I think the big thing, and my most lasting memory of Army is them having the ball for what? What they have the ball for? Uh, Forty three minutes against Wake Forest, and they still lost like twenty seven points, but still, but also scored fifty <laughs> against Wake. So they're they're an efficient offense. They handle things. I think it's going to be really interesting to see the way that Mizzou is able to um, maximize. Because if you have empty, I I think about it a a lot of the way that I think about bowling, where if you have an empty frame or you leave an open frame against Army, you're going to lose that football game. So if they don't score, if they they don't score every time they get the football, Army's going to win this football game. I don't think they will. So I think you're right. I think uh, Army will win the football (laughs) game. All right, tomorrow night, another SEC game or an SEC team in the bowl game, Florida and UCF. And Florida's a seven-point favorite. All the, the chaos going on at Florida, and they're a seven-point favorite over UCF. I got to think UCF is so jacked up to play Florida, to be in a bowl game. It's Gus's first game down there. They're 8-4. and four, and I, th- I just leave the record out of it. But just motivation in this one. Does Florida even – the Gators, do they even want to be in this game? Yeah, and motivation, you hit the nail on the head, right? Because UCF, you, you know what they're going to do? When they win this football game, they're gonna put this, like they're gonna put. They might even put a billboard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're excited for this. They want to win. They want to beat one of their in-state teams that they can't seem that, that they can never even schedule playing this playing Florida. And so they want to go ahead and beat this. Like it's one. Of, so it's gonna be really interesting to see how this shakes out. For a, and and then remember Florida. What are we? We're going through a coaching change. We're going through all this. Oh my goodness! It's the, the, the early signing period, the repercussions of the early signing period have gone beyond recruiting, beyond coaching changes, and now we're also seeing them impact the bowl games because this is a team that doesn't even have a real actual coaching set. Yeah, how does that work? Do do If you hire a coach, you know, early December, do they coach the bowl game or they can't coach until the new year? They, they don't really want to coach the bowl game. Yeah, I wouldn't either, but. Because the goal for them is to just, like, I want to do some recruiting, get my stuff. They don't – because it takes coaches what – remember when, when Sam Pittman got hired, how long did it take him to put together his entire coaching staff? It took him until, what, January, February, right? Yes. And 
Napier doesn't have a coaching staff. He doesn't have all of his guys because a bunch of the guys he's probably going to want to hire, some of the guys he's probably going to want to hire, and then the guys that they want to bring in, whether it's as analysts or GAs or whatever, those guys are already coaching in other games. It's a, it's a nightmare. And the Gators quarterback, Emory Jones, is this, is this story right? He's going to play in the game, but he's already announced he's transferring? Yeah, I don't. I I read that and I don't understand any of it. How is that possible? You're telling me you're going to play for me and then you're going to transfer after this game? I'm like, no. As a, co- that's how dysfunctional the whole th- situation is with because of the new coaching staff. Yeah, it's it's it, it's all and it and, and it's all rooted in this the 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 early signing period because everybody feels like you got to get this staff in, you've got to get a head coach name, mm-hmm. you've got to fire a guy, you have to do this. They, they, Everything got moved up, and people are going to blame stuff on the portal, but the reality of it is it's that early signing period where you have to move everything up because what we're used to seeing happen is coaches being hired, fired, post-bowl game or during bowl season, but then we get to January, you get new hires in, they can put together a staff, they can still make that strong push for that February signing day, and now it's all accelerated. And so you end up with a mess like this, and it's going to be really – I have – if this is, it's kind of crystallized for me. I was doing a show with uh, Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic, and it kind of crystallized for me that, like, just people are just, like, doing whatever. They're Just do whatever. Who cares? Just do anything. Okay, so I got that SEC team losing. Uh, Houston, <laughs> Houston and Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl. Uh, so uh, they're, they're going to Birmingham. Auburn's going to Birmingham. Uh, it's an 11 yeah. o'clock morning game. Houston, to me, I mean, Houston's got all the motivation in this game, right? Bo Nix is yeah, gone. He's yeah. gone to Oregon. Uh, Auburn's back up. Uh, he's play- I, I don't see – I think Houston's excited. They want to beat an SEC team. I, I, I think Houston wins this game, even though Auburn's favored by three and a half, two and a half. Yeah, we're on, you're on the, we're on the same page. I think the interesting part for me with that football game, and that, might, that game might even make it to the big screen off the iPad, is because – I think that the way that Auburn plays football is so do or die, uh, especially defensively, where they are such a um, they play aggressive man coverage, and they get to the quarterback, and they're able to get there with four, but they'll bring pressure from depth. Like you can't fake that, and so I'm very curious to see how they handle that in this football game, a game that obviously uh, with with the loss of their who had been their starting quarterback, Bo Nix, how they handle that. Do they want to? you know, kind of prove it to the world that they're still galvanized, especially because this is Harson's what, second year? And they he still he wants he's got to get bowl with. And so uh, is second year is his first year. It's his first year. Yeah. God, this has been a long year. <laughs> <laughs> long last two years. <laughs> yeah. But Harson but Harson Harson needs a bowl with. So the, yeah. I think the interesting part is gonna be how he motivates these guys to go out and do stuff because he needs that bowl win to – we know how Auburn is, right? Like, they, they're they ready to fire you before you've even done anything wrong. It's going to be interesting to see how he motivates these guys to play in this ball game. All right, let's get to the game that everybody here is, you know, curious about Arkansas and Penn State. Penn State, we found out, it lost another linebacker uh, to the uh, NFL draft. He's going to opt out of the game. How does this affect the game? How do you see Arkansas-Penn State playing out? Who, what did you? Who was it? Who did you say? Uh, the uh, Brooks. Yeah, Ellis their Brooks, linebacker. their second linebacker. Their two leading tacklers yeah. are, are both now out, uh, opting out of this game. 
that's tough. Um, it's really tough because those guys are really good. And I did not realize that Brooks was out. It's been a whirlwind. I was on vacation for a little bit. I got to actually go, I got to actually go back home for a little bit, which was nice. So, man, not having not not if, if when you don't have Brooks and you don't have um, what's the other guy, Brandon Smith. We don't if you don't have both of those guys, that's tough. I still think if Jaquan Brisker is going to give it a go, we're going to be in heaven because that cat, that cat, that cat could play. But ultimately, this is going to be one of those. This is this is the game that, that that they want. Both teams want this game, and I found that over the course of looking through the bowl matchups and looking at who's playing who, I found that we've got a couple of these matchups. Uh, Penn State, Arkansas, obviously. I, I think Michigan State and Pitt, and I also think that uh, like like even Georgia and Michigan. Those are the games that both coaches want. And with Penn State, Arkansas, obviously they lose Brent Pry, another one of those early coaching hires that has to happen because of signing day, so you lose your defensive coordinator. But the big key for me is going to be how their defense is able to handle. They play this constrictive defense. Uh, it's this, this mismatch of zone and man and, and, and aggression to get to the quarterback, but also making sure nobody, nothing gets over top of their head. And for Arkansas, Arkansas is not a team that gets over top of your head very often. They're a team that likes to play within those same margins. And so, yes, it's what Penn State wants to play against, but also it's what Arkansas does really well. So it's strength on strength, and then you flip it over to the other side. Arkansas, obviously, we know they play a really, really um, detailed, focused, and well-taught zone coverage, and how they handle that's going to be how they are able to play against a Penn State team that ultimately – doesn't have a ton of weapons is going to be interesting. Like this game to me, not just a pick 'em, but it's also a, um, it's not just a pick 'em. It's just one of those things where you're going to get to see good on good, strength on strength. And then it's also going to be a little bit of, you know, weakness on weakness, right? No doubt about it. That's why it's uh, it's pretty close to a pick 'em. It, it, this is the uh, Vegas, that line's pretty low. I think Penn State's like a point favorite right now. Michael, have a great yeah. Christmas. Thank you so much for coming on. You guys do the same. It's always fun. Love doing this. Um, Merry Christmas, and uh, I guess what? I guess I'll talk to you guys in the new year. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Take it easy. Michael Felder on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline.